I was doing a follow-up with a guest a few months ago at midweek. They'd visited on a Sunday, and I was asking them about their experience, anything I needed to know about that, that wasn't positive. And this guest told me that they kind of, well, they gave us a test. And after worship, in our cafeteria, they stood intentionally off to the side alone. And they wanted to see if anyone was going to come up and talk to them. Uh, this guest told me not one person went up and said hello to them, shook their hand, nothing. And for 10-ish so minutes during our fellowship time, our donut time, they stood alone and no one approached them. That's a really good reminder of why it is important for us as a church to be thinking about and being more fully aware of being a welcoming church. Hello and welcome to the Heritage Church Pod Class. My name is Laura. And I am Travis. And we are wrapping up our summer short course at OC about welcoming people into churches. So we are the experts. We have all the information you need. No, 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 no. This is... This isn't an academic uh, college class. You completely got that wrong, Laura. Not what you told me when I agreed to this. I thought we were getting paid. Yeah. Um, no, this is this is for our church family. Pod class is for Heritage Church. And we are wrapping up our first pod class series of being more welcoming, being a welcoming church. And I, and I don't know of a better way to kind of summarize everything with the with practicalities, tidbits, stories, everything else, than with a little bit of motivation and and a reminder. Don't sit, go talk. Let's be people who are not comfortable and finding our spot, but people who are welcoming and going and paying attention to other people. Have you ever heard of a holy huddle or have you been personally victimized by a holy huddle? Holy huddles are when groups of church members stand together in a tight circle and talk about things that only relate to them. And then there are people on the outside who just really wish they were in that huddle, but they cannot seem to get in. All right. So holy huddles inherently are not bad. Was my description not good enough? No, it's great. <laughs> Absolutely. It, it fits well. But having friends and liking the people you go to church with is not a bad thing. It's fantastic, actually. Yeah, it's one of the reasons we like being a part of a community. It's when, as Laura described, it's when these conversations turn into these, these huddles that whether you intend for them or not, they exclude other people, right? I guess the Tom Rainer phrase is holy huddle, but the classic phrase is they're cliques. Yeah, exclude is a really good word. And we're not doing that intentionally. We don't go to church and think, man, I just can't wait to huddle up with my friends and talk and leave people out. You know, and sometimes we just walk up to say, hey, how was your weekend? Intending to move on. And then we forget and we get stuck there and we're not paying attention to guests anymore. So what do we do? Well, okay, so go, let's go back to pod class number one. 
Welcoming is work. And that means we have to work at this. And we're not saying, and nor are we advocating, that we just stop talking to all our friends that go to church. No, 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 no. We are saying, as you talk to your friend, or if you have a couple of guys together, whatever it is, that that group, that huddle, is conscious, is paying attention to other people, right? And that means, as a huddle, you have to work on it. And if you happen to accidentally huddle up, that can happen, look around you and pull some people in. Always be looking for ways to pull our guests in or even other members who might not really feel like they have the strongest connection yet. Because just because someone's a member at our church does not mean that they have found their place or their role. So we also need to be paying attention to those people. Right. So don't sit. Go talk. And we know talking is going to turn into huddles. It's okay. That's not the aspect we are working on. But paying attention to our guests and inviting people into those huddles, that's what we work. That's where a welcoming church is really beginning to thrive and bringing guests into, into the life of the community. And again, if you have a hard time walking up to strangers and talking, here's a few conversation starters for you. How was your weekend? What do you do on Sunday afternoons? What are you doing with the rest of your day? Do you have children? What grade are they in? Do they play sports? What do you like to do for fun? Try to avoid asking the same questions that everyone else around you is probably asking. What church do you normally go to? Do you live right here by Heritage? How did you find us? I feel like most guests have told us they're getting asked the same questions and that probably gets old. So when you get up, you leave your seat to go talk to these people. Try to think of some new questions that are fresh and make that connection. And again, inviting them to lunch, to small group on Sunday evening, inviting them to a Wednesday, inviting them to whatever, act, like back to school bash, whatever's going on in our church calendar at the time. But those invitations also lead to conversation because typically there's going to be questions about those kinds of things. And sometimes it's hard to just look at a stranger and say, hey, come to my house tonight for a small group. Something I have found lately that is working is I'll grab a bulletin. I'll circle things that pertain to their children. Um, usually I'm talking to families that have youth group kids. I'll circle the youth events and I make sure to write my name and phone number on there. So that's something that's easy. If you're just a little uncomfortable shoving all that info on someone, you can be like, hey, I've circled things that you might be interested in and my number is in there so you can reach out to me. Because sometimes they're hesitant to give you their phone number because they think you're going to pester them. So rather, if you, give, if you give out all the information you can, then it's in their court. Uh, that's really great. I think that's probably why you have a docu-series and some articles out on the internet, Laura. You're an expert. And a short course at OC. Oh, yeah. That's Forgot. wrapping up now. <laughs> Forgot about that one. All right. Let's wrap up this pod class. Um, welcoming is work. So don't sit in the back. Don't sit on the ends. Try to sit in the front and the middle. Don't save seats. And try to invite people to sit with you or find someone else that can invite them to sit with them. And remember that guest worst you know, few moments experience is going to be right before worship. So being intentional, most importantly, in those few minutes is, is crucial for a welcoming church. And during those few minutes, you can point out the restrooms, point out the classes, explain to them what that looks like, how that works, invite them back. Oh, are we as welcoming as we think we are? Yeah, it's a really good question to always kind of keep in your back pocket. Always 
always evaluate yourself. And you know what? Let's be honest. Let's evaluate our church as a whole. Are we as welcome as we think we are? It's a good question to help us stay honest and accountable to one another. And the biggie for me is uh, let's not use the word visitor. I'm sorry. It was for example purposes. Making money. (laughs) They're guests. We have prepared for our guests. We are expecting guests, and we want them to be a part of the the family life. And don't just sit there. Try to get up and talk to people, notice people, notice our guests, but also notice our members. Try to make connections. Church is just so much better if you are deeply connected to people. And when you're up talking, try not to huddle, huddle up in a holy huddle. Try to include people. All right. You've made it this far. You've gone through the first ever Heritage Pod class. We've thrown a lot of things out there, and we hope they're very helpful and practical. And quite honestly, I hope they make our church better and make us more welcoming. Well, you've made it this far. We want to give you a little treat, a little surprise. Oh, do I get a little treat for making it this far? It's a lot of sitting for me. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, sure. You can participate as well. If you go to edmundheritage.church slash podclass, P-O-D-C-L-A-S-S, podclass, there will be a opportunity to take a very short quiz. If you do well on that quiz... But what if I'm bad at quizzes? <laughs> well, you know what? Uh, take the quiz and we'll talk after that. edmundheritage.church slash podclass, short little quiz... And you know what? Laura and I will personally deliver your sonic drink of choice. How's that sound for a little reward and treat along the way? Yeah, wherever you are, you could make us drive all the way to North Edmond to bring it to you. Or, you know, you could think of a weird location. We will meet you there with that drink. I I was going to give limits on where we would... Not me, because I'm just a mom and I have all the time in the world. Oh, dear. Hold on. (laughs) Hold on. All right. Wait, but I have one more question. So why why is welcoming important? Like, what's the point of all this? Are we just trying to grow our numbers so we can get money and build a church? Like, why why does it matter? I'm being serious. Why does it matter? Welcoming is important. Not for numbers' sake, but for relationship's sake. People. People are important. And people matter to Jesus when he was on this earth. He was always about people. And Jesus was always welcoming. And to reflect Christ, not only as an individual, but as a community, we need to be aware of and to raise our awareness of our welcoming. Being welcoming is very much Jesus-like. And I hope that our goal as a community is to be Jesus-like. In all seriousness, um, we have lived in Edmond for six and a half years, and I have never felt as loved or accepted or as welcomed as I do at Heritage. So, although we're giving you all kinds of tips and tricks to improve, we want you to know that you are already doing such a great, such a fantastic job, um, and we just really want to encourage you to just do even better because why not try for the best so i just want to thank you for everything you're already doing and for how you've welcomed our family and each other 
So let's just keep doing better every day. I'm Travis. And I'm Laura. Thanks for listening to the Heritage Pod Class. Check out all our fantastic things that we've done online. Docuseries, classes, essays. In case you're wondering, none of that's true. Bye.